on Thursday evening, Donald Trump finally held his fundraiser at his Bedminster golf course in New Jersey, trying to help Rudy Giuliani raise some money for his legal fees. And they predicted that that fundraiser would raise a little over a million dollars to help Rudy Giuliani. Million dollars. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money for me. It's not a lot of money for, for Trump and them, but it's a lot of money most likely for y'all out there watching this. But when you consider the fact that they are charging or charged $100,000 per plate, raising a million dollars means you got 10 people, maybe 11 or 12, maybe a baker's dozen, but, but that's all you could scrounge up from the entire country to come and help out poor old Rudy Giuliani. That's, that's pathetic. That's a really pathetic showing. And sure, a million dollars, oh, that'll certainly help Rudy Giuliani. He is already, according to reports, $5 million in legal debt just as of right now. And he hasn't even begun his criminal defense in Fulton County. He hasn't even gotten hit with the total from that Georgia defamation lawsuit. That trial only to determine how much he owes uh, Shea Moss and Ruby Freeman is still pending. So that million dollars he raised Thursday night might all go to Freeman and Moss, or he could use it to pay some of his lawyers who clearly have not been paid yet. And if you continue not paying them, they're probably not going to be your lawyers for very much longer. The point is nobody wants to help Rudy Giuliani. And according to a new report, I mean, honestly, according to Rudy Giuliani's own son, Andrew, it seems like even Donald Trump doesn't actually want to help Rudy Giuliani because he has aides in his ears telling him this is pointless and you need to quote, cut Giuliani loose. That's what Trump's advisors, some of them are telling him. Now, according to these reports, he's got other advisors in his ear saying, no, 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 no. You need to play nice. You need to help these other co-defendants because you know, if you don't, and they end up in financial dire straits, that could make them more likely to try to strike a deal with prosecutors. And that deal could hurt you. So he's got like, you know, some of his team saying, nope, you got to help these people so they don't flip on you. And the other side is like, ah, to hell with these people to each their own, right? It's every man and woman for themselves. And here's the thing. The report also says that Trump doesn't see it that way in terms of helping these people. According to the report, Donald Trump is like, I'm not worried about them flipping on me because I have done nothing wrong. So I don't need to help them, but he still is. And he has another planned fundraiser coming up at Mar-a-Lago, not too far from now. So he hasn't done anything wrong, so he's not worried about these people flipping, but he is willing to hold these events to, uh, you know, give them a little bit of money. And here's the thing too. Like I refuse to believe with as much as Donald Trump loves money and hates giving money away that he's not taking home some of it. Like he absolutely has to be getting a cut like a percentage of everything raised. You cannot convince me that he's not, especially considering the fact that we talked about this past week, his uh, super PAC, the Save America PAC has blown through $150 million. They've got less than $4 million cash on hand. That's the only one he can use to pay his legal fees. So yeah, he's, he's probably, you know, taking a cut off the top, which he's entitled to. But the point is, 
He is conflicted about whether or not to keep helping these people. He's got advisors in his ear telling him, don't help Giuliani, don't help these other freaks. And we'll see what happens. But I do firmly believe that he knows these people could flip on him. I don't buy that he's like, well, I've done nothing wrong, so there's nothing to flip on. No, this guy knows what he did. He knows he doesn't have the the brightest lawyers out there. And he knows that he has to keep his allies close because the second he cuts them loose, they're going to be playing let's make a deal and he's going to be the one going home empty-handed. To hear the story from Lauren Boebert's campaign, they are not doing well. And not just in the polling issue, which we talked about the recent poll that shows her Democratic opponent, Adam Frisch, beating her by two percentage points. And of course, last year in that midterm race, Frisch only lost to her by about 550 votes. So yeah, this is going to be a tight race for Lauren Boebert. And at the end of August, her campaign was forced to send out three successive desperate emails begging people to please, for the love of God, save us because we are not doing well. Here's a little bit from the emails. First one said, if we don't turn things around quickly, we could lose this seat to the Democrats. (laughs) Another one said, I can't believe I'm saying those words, but I need you to understand how dire this situation is. And then there was another email, the third one, that was sent by uh, Kellyanne Conway, of all people, who I guess is now helping Bobert. And Conway stated that she was being pummeled. So Lord Bobert is being pummeled by her Democratic opponent. And yet another email said, if the election were held today, Lauren would lose. Now, I would love to believe this. And of course, I do believe the poll right now. Obviously, Lauren Bobert has huge unfavorable numbers in her district as recently, or excuse me, as early in her second term as this past January, there were interviews with her own constituents, Republican voters, who said that in January, they were already sick of her. Like she, she went back, we sent her back, we gave her a second chance and she's done nothing but this performance art. And of course they were referring to the battle taking place for house speaker at the time where Bobert was one of the people obstructing it, not letting Kevin McCarthy get his job. So she's already pissed off Republicans and Frisch has a lead of, uh, where is it? 17 points among unaffiliated voters in that district. So he's winning the swing voters like by a huge margin. And based on this email, Lauren Boebert is also running out of money, but here's the catch folks. This is kind of how campaign emails work. You tell your closest supporters, people who've given you money in the past, like things are bad. If you do not help me, things are going to get worse. I have to have your help. I mean, you see it all the time. I'm on all kinds of stupid fundraising email lists that I swear I never signed up for, but I get the text messages all the time. And these are from Democrats like, oh my God, things are bad. You got to give me money because nobody's going to respond to an email by opening up their checking account If the email says like, Hey, I am kicking ass. Did you guys see these polls? Man, I'm going to cruise to an easy victory. I got so much money behind me that, uh, I would like a little more though. So if you could give me like, nobody's going to read that email and be like, Oh yeah. Okay. I'll give you money. No, that's not how it works. So when your emails 
when you're campaign fundraising, you have to sound desperate. You have to sound like things are dire and you have to make it seem like the individual reading that email has the power to turn things around. You're empowering the people to change the situation. You're making them feel like they can accomplish something. So it is a bit of a psychological trick there. So the question is, is Boebert's campaign really in dire straits as they say, or is this just another clever campaign fundraising tactic? Well, we'll find out when she releases her next financial statement. And if her numbers, uh, money numbers continue to drop, then yeah, I think it's safe to assume that these emails were not hyperbole. But if it looks like she's raising a ton of money and those poll numbers flip, then yeah, it was all a big grift just trying to get a couple more dollars. And we'll have to wait and see another month or so before those numbers come out. Thanks for listening to today's Fair and Balanced Daily. Stay up to date with all of our content by finding us on YouTube at youtube.com slash fairandbalanced and follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at fairandbalanced.